Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation, episode 423 of Breaking Truth. Good to have you here tonight. My name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me and also Breaking Truth. Usually we talk about politics, current events, and things of that effect. And I'm going to try to do something a little bit different. I've done this before, which is really focus on what it takes to kind of move yourself forward and to see yourself in a certain position and get there. Um, I get asked a lot. Matt, how did you do this? Or how did you do this? We're going to cover it tonight. I'm going to tell you why New Year's resolutions are absolutely a complete waste of time and something you will never, ever follow through with. I'll be right back in just a few seconds. Thank you for watching Don't Unfriend Me. I appreciate it, everybody. Once again, my name is Matthew Spear, and this is the Don't Unfriend Me show. You can follow me at The Dumb Show. Do me a quick favor. Right behind me, there is a very cool flag. That is from the Percival Flag Company at percivalflag.com. Jason and Katie make wooden flags. They are amazing. Please stop by and take a look, and I promise you will not be disappointed. And also, Coffee, 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 t-shirts, and everything else at DonutFriendly.com. We carry Minutemen Coffee. They're the second largest veteran-owned coffee producer in the United States. They are rock star. Please stop by and take a look. And they have three bags and get one free going on for a limited time. So go do that and see what you think. All right. I'm not a motivational speaker. I don't have hands like bananas like Tony Robbins. I uh, I can tell you I have had some success in life and I've had some failures in life. Um, things came to me late in life is I didn't have much of a work ethic and going into the United States Navy and failing multiple times with companies, I learned to go through the trials and tribulations of my own mindset early and often. And what I always found was one common denominator no matter if I left a job or I was released from a job or if the job just disappeared because of downsizing or if I was fired. And it always came down to one thing, me. I may not have realized it at the time. I probably peddled and shoveled as much as I could towards others, blamed the boss, blamed the coworkers, blamed the, the home life and whatever it was. The common denominator in all of our failure is always us. And therein lies the problem. It's usually not some external influence. It's always internal. And it's your way of talking to yourself. And the bad part is that you are your own worst enemy and you are the problem to begin with. Is you will convince yourself of anything. It always can wait till tomorrow. Or if I just go ahead and take 10 or 15 more minutes before working out. Or if I don't answer that email now, I'll certainly do it in just a little bit. Or maybe I'll play with my kids next week because this week is too busy. Whatever it is, procrastination is usually created by you. One of the most important things I learned in the military is stop harping on past failures. There's absolutely no reason. When you fail, you actually learn something. And yes, it's painful and you can't see the forest through the trees during the time that it happens. And you want to go ahead and take those external influences and you want to blame them. But ultimately, that failure teaches you what not to do. 
I think if we actually take a look at Edison and you take a look at Franklin and you take a look at uh, Michelangelo, you look at Maya Angelou, you look at Denzel Washington or any of the great actors, actresses or musicians in today's world, they'll they'll tell you that some of the greatest things that they've achieved are usually through failure. It's not like Eddie Van Halen picked up a guitar and all of a sudden he was great at it. Now, he certainly was better than most, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he didn't have trials and tribulations. And I'm sure Eddie Van Halen wanted to blame some of his problems on his wife or maybe he drank too much the night before or whatever. But the point is, is that blaming and harping continually on your failures and not recognizing what you did right to improve upon is usually where most people go wrong. I get a lot of questions when it comes to, geez, Matt, you started a podcast a couple of years ago and look how big it is and it's huge. Well, to me and to most people, progress doesn't seem huge or doesn't seem significant. And most people aren't swept away on a black swan event. It usually is a drudgery and it's a droll. You're going through it every single day and you don't necessarily see the change. It's kind of like gaining weight. One day you wake up and you put on 20 pounds and you don't know how. And the people around you haven't seen you in a couple months go, holy crap, what a transformation. But you, on the other hand, don't necessarily see it. Watching the grass grow, so to speak. But you have to take responsibility for the mistakes you make. You have to realize that once again, the common denominator was with you. You have to identify the things that got you there. And it never happens overnight. And that's the same thing with success. I will tell you to get Don't Unfriend Me where it's at. I've had to learn to do very uh, hundreds of different iterations of the show. Make it long, make it short, add more content, less content, pictures, video, sound effects, no sound effects, make it funny, make it more serious. It doesn't matter. What you'll realize is that the mistake is in the eye of the beholder. It doesn't matter what other people say necessarily. If you solicit feedback and want to grow as a person, that's different. But just the outside noise doesn't necessarily make monumental change. You need to be responsible and recognize your mistakes. So therefore, you don't replicate them again, or you fill them with something that will ultimately overcome the deficit that, they, that occurs from them. Learn to pick yourself up after falling down. I've always said at the end of the show, everyone needs a swim buddy and a battle buddy. But honestly, you need anybody, and anybody's you. When you fall down, you have to learn to move on. Yes, you can sit down and complain and you can bitch and you can argue with yourself of why you didn't do it or how you couldn't do it. But honestly, you've got to work the problem. That's all it is. And if you've got somebody on your left and your right, work it with them. But what you don't get to do is sit there and lay down and feel sorry for yourself until you decide to get up and go after it. Ultimately, every single time that you go ahead and do that, you set yourself back and you never know how far you are setting yourself back. That could be the day, the hour, the minute that you actually have that black swan event or you make a major breakthrough and get at least a small taste of what you want to keep you going for the next day. Focus on your strengths and build around them, but don't over rely on them. Strengths are super important. I'm a direct guy. I have no problem getting in people's face and just telling them exactly what I think. That's a strength, but it's also overused. You need to identify your overused strengths. It can be managerial courage. It can be team building, inspire, driving for success, self-awareness. It doesn't matter what it is. You can overdo something, even if it's fantastic. Look at cake. Look at ice cream. 
Also, there are so many other things that you are maybe not good at. Those are called weaknesses. Don't overcome them. Don't call them obstacles or don't call them minor flaws. They are serious issues that will hold you back. And the key point of having strengths is using that strength to take that weakness and actually filling the gap or bringing it up to something of moderation that doesn't necessarily drag you down, but just kind of keeps you status quo. Weaknesses are just as important as strengths, and you have to acknowledge them and you have to recognize them. And when you identify your weaknesses, you got to work on them. And when I say work on them, it's not acknowledging, okay, well, I'm really bad at this. For me, working well with others has always been an issue. I'll never be good at it. I'll never be prolific at it. I will never be a mentor to anybody on how to work well with others, except for the things that I've already worked on and accomplished to make that weakness somewhat of a middle ground item or a competency. How do you work on things? I mean, that's probably the biggest question. We get it. We get feedback at work. We get them in our reviews. Mom and dad tells us, bosses tell us, even our lovers and friends tell us what we need to work on. But how do you truly work on a competency? And the only way that I know how to do it, and I've tried so many different programs, Myers-Briggs, Lomiger Competencies, Personality Profile, Color Coding, Psychological Sit-Downs, went through every single type of mandatory HR training, CRT training, and all of it, and it all comes down to this. The thing that makes you the most uncomfortable is the thing that you need to do. That's how you work on it. And most people don't understand this is the simplest way, talking about it. Finding someone else who has possibly moved through the progression field, maybe even someone you don't like, and asking their feedback. Some of the best feedback you can receive as a person when you're trying to grow always comes from the people who you like the least, because they're going to tell you the truth, because they don't like you, and that's what you need to hear. Now, a lot of people say, well, I don't want to learn that way. Well, that's why you don't want to, because you're resistant to change. And if you want to become a change agent, you want to go ahead and learn how to adapt to the change curve. You have to accept feedback. I've said it a hundred times on the show. Feedback is, everyone says it's a gift. It's a lie. It's a blatant lie. It's not a gift. It's a bomb. And you either eternalize that and let it go off and blow up your insides, create worry and doubt and fill the gaps with things that ultimately aren't real and you convince yourself of, or you can dismantle it, disarm it, and use the pieces to build something constructive. That's the great thing about feedback and the bad thing about feedback. Last but not least, stop comparing yourself to others. If I compare myself to Ben Shapiro, I'll never do this show again. If I compare myself to Crowder, I'll never do it again. But what I can do is say that last year, I was ranked number two to Ben Shapiro as far as influence on Facebook. It's not even his biggest platform, but it doesn't matter. It's a win for me. It's something I have to celebrate. I don't compare myself to others. The only time I do that is when I want to critique myself on how to grow and get better. A lot of the times I look at uh, guys like Justin Barclay, or I look at uh, uh, Ben Shapiro, or I look at, uh, at uh, Vince Colonnese, and, and all the people who I, I kind of emulate and, and follow after, even old commentary by Rush. And the one thing I always realize is very similar to when I played guitar, rhythm guitar, is I watched a, a video by Eric Johnson, which was learning how to play guitar. I watched it for an hour and 45 minutes, and I will tell you I learned absolutely nothing because I didn't possess the tools to even understand the basics of what he did. And we should all expect that. If you're trying to emulate somebody, you have to understand you're going to also have to emulate their experiences, and that's impossible. 
Take the things that are the best of you, which are the most honest and the true. You're going to find that it creates transparency and trust with people. And yes, you might be a jerk and you might realize that. You might be hilarious. You might not be. You might be a great teacher. You might even be a better student and a listener, but at least you're the most authentic version of yourself. And trust me when I say this, people really care about that. And if they don't, who cares? You can't please everybody all the time. Don't Unfriend Me is not my greatest success ever. I had uh, another podcast called the Nerd Fat Podcast, and it was absolutely a fluke. It's right when podcasts were coming around. It hit 150,000. We're not even there. And I think it was three months. It was a black swan event. And what did I learn from that when I go back and I listen to the shows? They were incredibly funny. Uh, They were full of content. And honestly, I was horrible. I was horrible. And I know I'm comparing it to here. Stop comparing yourself to others and start comparing yourself to you in the now. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but in the now. And I promise you, you will find the things that you need to work on. One other thing. If we spent as much time looking over the fence or over the hedges and looking at our neighbors or looking at our friends or our our fellow employees, and we stop blaming everyone else for our failures, I promise you this, one thing's going to happen. You're going to be happier. When you can admit that you're wrong, you'll be wrong less. Because there's really no punishment. The best way I can describe it is, if you know you have permission from your parents to kind of go out with some friends and do something, you're relaxed, you're calm, you're having fun, you're laughing, you're not worried about what's going to happen when you try to sneak back into the house at one o'clock. But if you crawl through the window and sneak out and don't tell mom and dad, most of the time and most people are going to be worried and concerned and they're going to have that little tightness in their chest, always thinking about what's coming ahead and not being in the present. I don't have all the answers. I wake up and I don't want to go to work some days. I wake up and I don't want to talk to anyone some days. And tonight, I didn't want to do a show. I just wanted to go and work out and go live. And I told my buddy that I was not going to do a show. But then I thought about it and said, New Year's resolutions are a waste of time. I'm sick and tired of hearing people procrastinating and always saying, I'll do it tomorrow. You won't. It's 21 days to make a habit. Most people stick to their resolutions for about seven to eight days. If you think that you can go ahead and change your life on a whim just because the calendar turns, I'm telling you, you're going to find out something very quickly. It's just like every other day. It's just date and time. Go make your bed 21 days in a row. Go have a strong, good breakfast 21 days in a row and then make it for your spouse as well. Maybe it's stop eating sugar. Maybe it's something else, but whatever it is, follow through with it for 21 days and it will become a habit. Folks, that's all I have tonight. I hope that helps. I hope something in there helps you. The biggest and last most important thing about all of this is don't give up and don't quit. Quitting is something that everyone does. Try to be unique. Try to set the example. Don't be a quitter. Keep doing it, no matter if it works or not. Maybe you might get lucky. Folks, Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255, press 1. I appreciate you watching tonight. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. It is way too many. They need your help. Please reach out to a veteran as soon as you can. If you recognize the signs of traumatic brain injury, anxiety, depression, 
all of those things, PTS, they are very real and it starts with conversation. I mentioned earlier, we care about having a swim buddy and a battle buddy in the military. We also need anybody and anybody's you. Please pick up the phone and reach out and help a vet. It's free of charge. It'll never be reported to their duty station. And if you are a civilian, you can call too and they will not turn you away. Folks, once again, my name is Matt Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me. I will see you tonight at 8.30. Please stop by don'tunfriendme.com, pick up something nice. And once again, God bless and I will see you tomorrow.